This is the special October edition of Pilgrim Walk. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Pineda, your host on Pilgrim Walk. So glad you can join me today. Uh, today is Saturday, October 30th. And over the past few days, I released a couple episodes talking about Halloween, my personal experiences, um, and how I enjoyed the holiday as a youth. But then I also talked about the origins of the holiday. And we also, uh, our last episode, talked about the occult, things related to the occult, different aspects uh, as far as necromancy, divination, uh, witchcraft, and how those play a part in this particular day that everyone seems to celebrate. Today, however, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different, and that is another day, or I'm sorry, not another day, but another event that happens on the same day. There is something called the Protestant Reformation, and many of you have probably heard of this. The Reformation, um, is the idea of it is that they were trying to reform the church. There were some problems in the church in the medieval era and, and forward, and when it got to about the 1400s and, and beyond, we start seeing people come into play that are trying to translate the Bible into their common language. The reason for this is people couldn't read the Bible because it was typically in Latin. And the only people that spoke Latin were typically clergymen or the elite. But even then, Bibles were not available to just the common person. So they had to rely on what others told them was in scripture. So on October 31st, 1517, an Augustinian monk and professor named Martin Luther, he composed a document called the 95 Thesis. It was written in Latin, and he took this document and nailed it to the door of Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany. Now, what had happened was students of his took that document, which was written in Latin. They translated it into the common language and then mass produced it on the Gutenberg Press. And then they distributed it. And this is where the firestorm happened. So while there were people before Martin Luther that tried to get this ball rolling, officially, we like to say that the Protestant Reformation began on October 31st, 1517, because of the actions of Martin Luther. Now, how does this come into play with Halloween? Well, it, it doesn't, actually. It is a separate event. It is something that happens that is important in church history, and it's something that we look at as believers with, with reverence only because we can see God's hand involved in doing something big in the life of the church. Now, all of a sudden, we have Bibles in our own language. So if you have a Bible at your house, in your own language, you can thank the Reformers. When I look in my house, I have probably about maybe 20 different Bibles. That's tw I'm just one person. Just think how widely available Bibles are in our own language. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at the grocery store even. Uh, everywhere you go, you can get a Bible if you don't have one. There are a variety of, of translations. There's a variety of how they're made, and yet they're widely available and easy to get a hold of. Well, Reformation Day, how do we celebrate this? You know, I mean, it's on a day that's very popular in the secular calendar. 
Well, joining me today, I have someone very special. My oldest girl, Kira, is here today. Say hello, Kira. Hi, everybody. Now, Kira uh, has grown up celebrating uh, the Reformation. And even though Halloween's all around, we do our own thing to remember this very important uh, date in not only secular history, but, but church history as well. So, Kira, uh, what are some things that we do to celebrate Reformation Day? Well, we often have people over to celebrate a Reformation Day party, and we eat German food and play Pin the Beard on the Reformer, which is often, which is like um, Pin the Beard on the Donkey, but or Pin the Tail on the Donkey, but a Reformer and a Beard. And and we also have a, a, a quite a few people over typically, right? Yes, yes, we do. As a matter of fact, we have some folks coming over today. As a matter of fact, to celebrate, and um, you know, some of the things that we uh, will do as well when there's especially younger kids, we'll we'll do different kind of games and stuff outside. Now, you have some games set up for today for the crowd coming over, right? Yes, we do. What do you got set up? We have cornhole and a scavenger hunt planned. Oh, fun! Good deal. Now, I'm too old to play with the scavenger hunt, of course. Cornhole, I can do. I can do. Now, we do this because we want to celebrate with other people, other Christians. Uh, for Christians, this is a, a, a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. Um, this really is why we have uh, Protestants today. If you are a Christian and you are not Roman Catholic or Eastern Orthodox, uh, you have a direct link to the Protestant Reformation. And we can be very glad about that. We really can. And you know, uh, Kira, as far as Reformation Day celebrations and all the th all the things that we do, looking at everything as a whole, what's your favorite part of our Reformation Day celebrations? Hmm, I think my favorite part is the German food and watching the Luther movie. Oh, yes, the Luther movie. If you haven't seen that, uh, there was one. It was done, uh, gosh, just a few years ago, actually, and it's really well done. I encourage you. It does give a good overview of the life of Martin Luther and, and what he and others did in order to get the Bible uh, into uh, the common person's hand. And and I agree with Kira, the German food, yeah, I love German food. I was stationed in Germany in the army, and uh, I have a lot of fond memories of German food. And of course, we always have a cake. And uh, I don't know about Kira, uh, but I am definitely looking forward to that cake. And uh, I don't know, Kira, you you looking forward to the cake? Definitely. Definitely. That's what I say as well. And before we end here, uh, you know, and this is going to be a shorter segment because it's Reformation Day. Uh, this is something you need to do some reading about. Um, I would encourage you to get a good uh, Christian history book, if you can, a church history book, and start looking around the fifth, you know, about the thirteen late 1300s on, and you'll start seeing different uh, events of people trying to make some changes, trying to to reform the church. And, and that's a very important thing for us to consider is that Martin Luther was not looking to make division. He was looking to fix. Um, as we look at church history in regards to its theology, um, there were some changes that happened. And uh, unfortunately, some of those were not very good. And, and that's something that Martin Luther recognized. And while Martin Luther was just a man, and he was, he was he had his faults. 
he even, uh, during one of his trials, uh, they actually uh, made a point to, to show that Martin Luther admitted, uh, it's written down that he admitted, I am a man, but I can err. And it's a good thing for us to recognize that these were just human beings, but God used them in a huge way. There's a scripture I want to read, and it's going to be in Romans chapter 3. And this is a, a very important passage in Romans, and it really sort of summarizes a lot of what we were trying to reclaim in the Reformation. And this is Romans chapter 3, and I'm going to start in verse 21 and go through verse 26. And it says this in the ESV, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. This is something that really touched Martin Luther and many of the reformers that came after him. This idea that we are justified by faith, not by our works. This is a huge element of theology that was recovered, that was lost in a sense. Others saw it. God has always had a believing remnant all through history. But to the masses, this truth was forgotten and purposefully dismissed. But here we are in the year 2021, and we can look back and thank God for the miracles that he's performed throughout history and specifically during the Protestant Reformation. Again, I encourage you to read more about Martin Luther and the people that were like him all around Europe and even different parts of the world. Thank you so much for joining us. On behalf of uh, my family, um, Kira and I would really like to just wish you, you and your family, a happy Reformation Day. Happy Reformation Day. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pilgrim Walk. For more information, go to our site at www.pilgrimwalk.com gracecm.org